Welcome to your favorite YouTube channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name's Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. Got a good one for you today, but first we gotta know that this is a daily YouTube channel where we uncover lots of the goods, and we might have talked about your favorite comics. Hit the search box on the front page of the Kayfabe YouTube channel, search for your favorite titles, and check out those episodes. We are uh, partially brought to you by the Patreon, and uh, the king of Kayfabers on the Patreon get access to all of the comics that we talk about much earlier than Gen Pop because they're hanging out with us in this live stream recording session as we construct these episodes but they also get all the produced episodes before anybody else sometimes well in advance which gives them that opportunity to buy early uh, but without further ado the mysteries by bill watterson and uh john cached cached we'll call him yeah not an artist that uh that i know his name F fantastic well. artist uh, and, yes. and and uh, of uh much respect in the in the uh the illustration game portrait guy, caricaturist, and even has stuff in, you know, the National Portrait Galleries. Uh, it was mentioned super early in 2023. Bill Watterson is going to be, uh, he's got a new piece of work that's that's coming out. And everybody's like, ooh, ah. And then it's like, but it's in collaboration with somebody. And everybody's like, ah, I don't know about this, man. Uh, these dudes, the tandem is fantastic. And uh, through Andrews McNeil uh, publications, they put out a video with Watterson talking. You get to hear the man's voice. And it's about the collaboration and it's about what they did to make this book exist. And it was years of work. There were several, there was at least one whole year where everything they produced got completely scrapped in service of what we see before us here. Uh, the creators, Watterson and Cashed, uh, they they are oil and water when it comes to their aesthetic approaches. Uh, John's work is very literal and uh, very detail oriented, and we'll call it we'll call it high fidelity. We'll call it 4K approach. You know, getting getting all the details in there, and that's his contribution here. He did the sculptor. He, he, he built the models. He used cardboard to create the buildings. Watterson's approach, including all the language in this book, uh, he, he, he allows the, the viewer or the reader to do some of the heavy lifting. He's being uh, semi-oblique uh, with things. He's allowing the words to conjure up suggestion inside the mind of the reader. And his approach to the mark making and the aesthetics are, it's mostly painterly. He's not doing any sculpture or anything, but he is pushing paint around and just creating uh, a kind of a suggestion of, of what everything is. You know, he's not doing drawing. He's, he's been painting for the past 20 years. And we've seen some examples. We've done videos where we show some of his, uh, his plain air paintings and his oils of landscapes. He's gone into abstraction and the tandem uh, is definitely something that is far different than the sum of the parts. And let's 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 get into uh, let's get into the package here. Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the books that we make. Out now, Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus. Thank you guys so much for supporting it. And if you did not, we still have some copies available. Uh, there are two rounds of Red Room that are out there. Anti-Social Network and Trigger Warnings, Crypto Killers, the third in the set is coming out in 2024 in January. 
and uh, X-Men Grand Design Trilogy trade paperback is coming to you in November. Another thing that's coming to you in November is the Street Angel Princess of Poverty collection that uh, is the companion piece to Street Angel Deadliest Girl Alive. Jimmy's been self-publishing over the course of uh, this past year, the BW zine, 1986 zine, and True Crime Funnies. And of course, Hulk Grand Design is out there on the stands, but uh, not for long. Now that we are done paying the bills, back to the video. The Mysteries, a fable for, for adults, is how they're, uh, they're promoting it. Was there some imagery before? Yeah, check this out. Uh, looking at this piece right here, I would, I would say that maybe, you know, all, almost all the background stuff that we'll see is probably Watterson's hand. Uh, the, the pure sculpture and the 3D effects, that's John's stuff. It's pretty interesting because the third element would be photographing this stuff together, right? Absolutely. And I feel like there's a lot of um, interplay there as we go through these images page by page. You, you know, you guys at home will see what I mean by that. But, you know, like, there's a good example, right? That looks like a three-dimensional object in front of possibly more three-dimensional objects, possibly a painting backdrop. Right. And this whole book, the imagery kind of has that feeling. Yeah. I think that uh, John's contribution... If we were going to be talking man hours, far exceeds Watterson's contribution because of the high fidelity of his artwork, doing all the sculpture. Yeah, it's so great that they documented their their work and their process. Uh, there will be sections of, the, of that film where you just see John in his yard walking his dog and, and just sculpting faces. And just, he did hundreds of them, sent them off to Watterson you know they're choosing which faces work for which characters and things uh wild approach this almost like looks like they're coming in front of it with paint like painting right. on a photo and stuff right or just or, or just uh photoshopping I, I think that if you have wild success and uh you know you 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 hit the creative lottery you could do whatever you want i think that this is important to do I don't think that this book, if these guys came in cold and approached a publisher, had an agent, I don't know that, you know, there would be any bidding war or anything like that. It, it'd be kind of, kind of, uh, I would imagine a tough sell. Mm -hmm. You know, this ain't for little kids necessarily. There's a complexity to it. You never get probably a dozen words on the left hand uh, page. Uh, but what Watterson does with the words is leaves it intentionally abstract to allow your mind to think of a lot of different approaches and a lot of different uh, ideas about what he may be suggesting. You know, you could put a lot of your own spin on the story that they're telling here. And we're only going to take it to a certain spot because it is a brand new book and we don't want to, uh, you know, like spoil it. There's plenty to talk about just going through, uh, you know, maybe half of it or so. Real hand in the photo, it looks like. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. If not a very, very gifted sculptor. And honestly, looking at that face, it does look fleshy. You right. know, so it's it's not out of the realm of possibility, but maybe a real hand there. <laughs> well, I think there's a math formula, Jimmy, and it might be Bill Watterson plus John Cashed equals Dave McKean. <laughs> it, it equals Dave McKean's Mr. Punch. It's fascinating, too, to think of, like, the conception of this yeah like one of the things and i've only read this 
once yeah me too. shortly before we, we came on and start recording so i'm curious to kind of live with this book a little bit totally but my first impression of it is i think you can look at it with the word and image in a way that's very like comic storytelling you know it's very deliberate what he's putting there and it is this words and pictures per spread I, I think there's a lot of comics that we can take from that as comics people that are building a panel or a page or a story absolutely like like uh so help me if i find a digital version of this around what i'm going to do is take the words on the left make a little caption up top and i'm going to have a sequential set of images and see what that looks like as pages that's really interesting and, and if uh Watterson ever finds out, he'll hate you probably for doing that. <laughs> That's okay. It's, it'll be the cross that I bear. Yes. I mean, like, okay, here's a great image to kind of, like, spend some time with. What the heck are we looking at here, man? Totally. Is, is, is John sculpting that complete figure, and then the images in the background, is that an image of figures that he sculpted that are then... Because I feel like there's a lot of depth going on with right. a lot of these, these images. You yeah. know, like, where you're building a photo set and then maybe painting the backgrounds like matte paintings right or in this case maybe doing another photo or something like and the matte paintings will be watterson by and large uh beyond just sculpting the figure this dude is building these pieces like you'll see him in this video just cutting up you know rice krispies boxes to get the cardboard to apply on top of the you know the the underlying structures and things to 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 make all this stuff work and then uh it's almost like i sort of wonder if there are certain like if 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 kate paints this but does watterson paint that because like this piece feels way more john camp rather than bill watterson camp like maybe these little bits up here are watterson but of course all of the words come directly from uh, Bill Watterson, and it's this idea of the mysteries, and uh, it's the unknown, you know, these terrifying uh, things of the unknown that really stultify the culture. Like, everybody's in fear of them. Uh, they, uh, It becomes a game of telephone, where the more that you hear about them, the, the scarier uh, they become. Yeah, it feels very much uh, like nature, just any, any kind of unexplained phenomena that we experience, and I mean, Honestly, most of the stuff that's going on around us, we can't explain. Absolutely, uh, you know, would fit this, and especially if you go pre certain technologies like electricity and and things to ward off darkness. Like, there's a lot of ways that this could be interpreted. Absolutely, and and you know, technology thought, thoughts meditations on technology are uh, a very uh, clear clear part of this. As as we as we proceed, you know, it'll be it'll be super clear. So it's almost like uh, I, I remember seeing a, a, a documentary on, they were trying to figure out factual things that they could pull from the Bible. And one of the pieces with, you know, Jesus making a blind, blind man see, they were talking about the uh, placebo effect pre-medicine helped humans heal way faster than, than we're able to kind of on our own now because of the limited thinking that we have or like the 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 need to uh you know medicate for for the solution they just were uh they weren't pumping by being less nervous and just praying or whatever they weren't secreting those stress chemicals that were keeping them sick basically so i think that there's like some versions of that where like these people of this era going to the bread lines and having their little chickens like they don't know how good they have it kind of thing 
there's a, there's a little bit of that, a little old man on the lawn kind of, kind of, kind of chatter every day uh and, and seeing the juxtaposition but every day things happen for which there were no explanations and then you see presumably a tombstone you know a, a, a burial marker with the passage of time you know the, each image is very evocative and when you take it along with the words it's something to think about you could read this book in 10 minutes but when you really start to think about it and how the words play with the imagery you got to sit with that for a while. Yeah, it's so hard to conceive how you do this story. Yeah. Because without the images, you know, like, like it's almost like, okay, I've got an idea for a story. And you go to your collaborator and you tell them. And now it's like, let's start making images. But I, I don't, you're not doing a script where you're describing this. At least not in any way that looks like this. Right. So what the heck? Like, what a weird project a little bit of a cabinet of dr caligari it's beautiful aesthetics many of these images are just fantastic and beautiful i think this is a really great one especially with the lighting and stuff being applied you know you get you get a light source on this one that's pretty exciting do you think you really like put that thing on fire and had had, like a little fan blowing on it to get that or is is that some trickery i can't say It's, it's sort of believable but also not you know like like certain parts where the flame is dying and it's like smoke like that doesn't look like a real thing to me but who knows you know the mystery of this but i also wonder like with watterson the urge to make something like this what does that speak to is this a guy who supremely talented you know i just imagine his brain bursting with creativity and getting to the point where like it just has to come out right yeah and the idea that it's a collaboration is uh is a is an interesting piece you know he snuck out of the woodwork a couple of times yes uh he did he did you know a couple pearls before swines that he didn't put his name on till you know years after didn't let people know he did uh some stuff for a cul-de-sac uh when when uh when uh that fella became ill and everything like he, he he came out for that so he's definitely what's cool is he's he's still even though he hasn't made trips in a while he comes out when the team needs him which is pretty sweet. I, I do think that this is a, a large hand of uh, Watterson right here. This this painting piece, just looking at that monster guy. Uh, pay attention to this king because we're going to see him a couple of times, and he'll have different hands when we see him next. So that's that's a that's a part of of, of John's contribution is, is like, you know, make, making these characters a little animated. Man, the hands are magic. Yeah, I can't believe like they make me revisit the head sculpts. And then it's just like even more impressive. Like the closer you look, the more impressive these things are. I wonder how big they are in real life. Pretty small. Jeez. Pretty small. He's just modeling clay in his hand. You know, like these things are about that big tops. It's really wild because, I mean, they're cartoons except they're 3D. Yeah, he's a caricaturist. And and uh, I don't think that he even does sculpture. Like, like there was something about those guys working together that they were pushing each other into uh, different directions. And then, like, I look at this piece, yeah, and the armor almost looks painted at times. Right. So, again, are we, like, doing a photo and then coming back into the photo and playing with it? Right. That background is absolutely a Watterson piece. Yeah. Uh, the faces with the with the bulky noses and the caricature, caricatured faces, they feel very kind of ethnic, like ethno-euro of, you know, days of yore type faces. Fascinating. And now this piece, I feel like it's a hundred percent Watterson. Is it yeah. the? Is it the? 
It's not a cover. I mean, it, it's possible that some of it is reused somewhere, or maybe it's even like shot and then painted on further or something. I think we see him building this image in the, in that video that I speak of. See, there's the uh, the king again, and we see that knight again, and, and the hands are now different. Well, are they different? They might just be apart. Yeah, no, they're different because the knuckles here are way more bent. I just, I, I'm not convinced that the hands are real hand or not like a human hand put in there. Yeah, like some kind of Photoshop so piece. Yeah. Yeah, it could be, man. And Why it would not? almost add to what we're seeing here because it feels like AI in a way where like I'm looking at this going like that background could be a photo that's out of focus. Right. You know, like the perspective is there and stuff. Like it's just very illusional what we're looking at. Right. We were uh, in the video, man, you watch him building this wheel and it's all just, you know, cardboard and... and uh, paint and it's pretty pretty astonishing to watch yeah it's fascinating because that stuff looks like old wood it does yeah he know he knows exactly what to do like when he's making the um the the roof tiles of things of you don't see one clear roof in here but like they show him building this roof and like all the work that goes into it because like he builds it but as you would tile a roof it's this big and it's cardboard but then he goes in with like a stylus of sorts and it's just kicking up some of the some of the tiles to make them f seem weather beaten and water damaged you know to speak to the doing the roof that we don't see i bet when he's making it he doesn't know what this picture is exactly being, so. totally see it would be the roofs to this kind of stuff that, that you get to see and i think this is like one of those great tandem pieces where the background is a watersin painting uh -huh. and then these 3d objects are uh casages work yeah it's just bizarre you know, like, I don't even know how you conceive of, of doing that as a method for making images throughout this. Yeah, let's do a couple. So so sometimes the background is a 3D object that they have out of focus, but then Watterson is doing these out of focus backgrounds. Right. Uh, th during their, their uh, collaboration, they both kind of like set up a bunch of rules and, and uh, it was like each the, each person had veto power. Veto power. Nah, this doesn't work. Uh, so they were vetoing everything like that year that they spent where you don't get to see the results it was a veto a year of veto and from the sound of it it was mostly Watterson doing the vetoing because he's very much into the abstract like there's this one part of the vid where it shows John putting together like a bird like with wings and stuff and then it shows uh Watterson cutting out paper to create these like origami cranes basically like two or three of them and just putting them you know in different orders and they look like they're flown but they're just they're a suggestion of a bird yeah. rather than this high fidelity see every every uh feather kind of bird see now this is the encroachment this is uh you know the 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 the, the scientific age where we're, we're starting to get into things so there's this evolutionary thing that that is taking place and then you know we're getting post gutenberg with these publications i really like this but he's got a little cigarette really dude that looks like a newsman from central casting <laughs> you know a news agent from central casting uh the headlines boring yawn so what like just everybody apathetic a tabloid with it with the king on it and then you have your water presumably a waterson piece in the background but you could see that uh from from page one to now uh technology is seizing the day and then it just it jumps 
a couple centuries to you know a gallery with a curator sitting there in a in a proper suit with a pretty awesome looking painting that I wonder if that's a you see you see uh what's a spaceman spiff type alien painted right there out of focus both of those yeah and then so like maybe Watterson does all three paintings death rides a pale horse you know i also wonder like what's the digital component all of all this yeah because that because that's the thing like how do you get it all you know to act as one is it's is it as simple as uh taking a photo we see those pieces where there's like several layers layers of depth and things right. where you know maybe there is a important photoshop piece i don't see any names for um like technical mm-hmm. stuff so i think it's all probably uh john doing the the final piece well yeah there's also no name for like photography either so like yeah i think that's him somebody's doing some production so magic you know like it's hard to tell how this stuff is reverse engineering this is really difficult i mean talk about magic well we'll stop on this piece right let's talk about magic i mean did he create uh ultraman godzilla like set that the cityscape exists in but then you do see the waterson contribution and then you know you're putting together a toy model of a of an airplane and then all these cars this looks like a very complicated setup you know what has to happen in about a year or maybe six months is you give us the book that's 300 pages of the making of the mysteries wouldn't that be amazing i mean it has to happen especially when they tease the fact that they did a year's worth of work and they showed some of that clearly there's a lot going on yeah there's stuff here that's kind of like it's impossible to decode yeah because it looks like the painting is in front of certain cardboard models or something there right um maybe those things are collaged onto the painting surface and they're just flat 2d but they are constructed for those buildings same with the cars yeah like these cars don't look like a part of the painting but the seam is invisible it is and it could just even be matchbox cars you know why why not why not so guys we started you know at this place and we've gone to this place with high technology and world travel and all of that but we still got a lot of pages to go and we're not going to take it there with you this round maybe in a year maybe in two years we could revisit this uh as a whole maybe this inspires a new genre of books because it's a bestseller this thing is is selling like hotcakes and that's going to create the situation look what reina did with young adult like it it could easily flood them we'll get a flooded market with these kind of adult picture books uh we're gonna have to revisit it in whole but the book is brand new go scoop it up and uh check out you know the back half of the story because we're pretty much just halfway through when you get to this this is a this is a this is a big climactic piece this is you we're not thinking that you were going to be seeing airplanes and things yeah uh, they cover a lot of ground for a very spare book yeah and it all has to do with like the technology um proliferation and the speed of growth happens when they capture a mystery so that could be, you know, it's Prometheus, you know, capturing fire and then, you know, you could cook meals and you could get better nutrition and then fucking rule the world. Uh, there's a lot of thoughts. I, th- I think it, uh, I think at the end of the day, many of those thoughts 
are those old men on the lawn like everything is changing and getting worse kind of thoughts but uh why not man if if waterson whatever whatever he's he's selling i'm buying i want to see where his point of view is you know what man i i i I go a different way with that old man thought like in my mind it really is this the natural world is just far beyond whatever we think we can control or manipulate. Right. And at some point, like the balance is going to be restored. I'm, I'm going to, uh, to, to, I was talking about the birds. Yes. So like some of these shits are these cutout papers that Watterson mm-hmm. did. And then like, you see this right here. And then that's, that's, that's John's work where he's getting everything completely accurate and stuff. So you get to see these being constructed in that one video. And it looks like you made either at least two of them or else this is maybe two photographs put together. Right. Because that that face and head shape, very similar to this one, maybe you made several, who knows, but also like it could be anything. It'd be very easy to digitally compose that together. Totally. Lots of ways you could make that. And in, in my mind's eye, I'm trying to re- recall the video. Um, it might've just, he might've just made a wing. So this might be some other bullshit, but I, but I can't, uh, maybe he made the whole bird. It would make sense to make the whole bird. But in my mind, I'm just remembering seeing a, seeing a big old wing. It's bizarre. Anyhow, this is, this is a pretty incredible little piece of work. Uh, it's a piece of work that I don't think would have seen the light of day if you didn't have two heavy hitters on, on, uh, the, the chores. Uh, it is something that nobody asked, uh, to have made from their contribution. It was something that they wanted to do. It's it's a hundred percent a piece of art. It was not done with a commercial sense. When you waste an entire year and these guys could do whatever they want all day, every day. I'm sure they put in more than an eight hour workday on this stuff. They took a big pay cut to uh, put this together. So uh, you, we got to rejoice in that. And and uh, I'm always up for creators who have, who have, uh, who are set to push their themselves into a weird direction and try something new and you might create a whole new model. I, I go here because uh, Bill Watterson created the newspaper comic strip Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, his work is on a long-term loan at the Ohio State University Billy Ireland Cartoon Art Library and Museum. I'll never forget the first time we stepped back into the archives uh, and from a distance, from 50 paces, you could tell where the Bill Watterson stuff is being warehoused because in the old Billy Ireland, I don't exactly know how they do it now, but in the old uh, facilities, it was like Clive Barker Cenobites where <laughs> the Bill Watterson stuff was. It was every strip, you know, it's, it's very famous for like not getting rid of too many of them. You know, the market does not have too many Watersons out there. So 10 years of strips, 365 per year, a lot of strips there. And it is bound literally in chains and padlocks and several rounds of chains and several rounds of padlocks and it's like mr miracle kind of uh uh escapo type shit no doubt about it uh should note though if you haven't been to the billy ireland there are watersons on permanent display there too so do go check that out yeah absolutely absolutely man super fun to go through Big pleasure. Check out the book. You good to go, Jim? Yes. Okay, Fabers. Like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell so that we can notify you when new videos are available. We are a daily YouTube channel with more than 1,500 videos at your disposal. We might have talked about some of your favorites. So search for 
your favorite uh, comics on the front page of the Kayfabe YouTube channel. Hit the magnifying glass, search for your favorites, check out those episodes. If we did not talk about your favorite comics, you have to let us know in the comments so that we can push your faves a little bit higher up on our uh, two read piles and make those uh, episodes for you as soon as possible. The Patreon exists for the King Kayfabers to get all of the videos before anybody else does. Uh, it mitigates the Kayfabe effect. The things that we talk about on this channel, things like uh, the, you know the Escapo trade paperback, whatever, uh, they become very expensive if you can even find them online at all. And it's always the King Kayfabers who get earliest dibs at those copies by getting the fully produced videos, plus the live stream recording sessions that we do while we produce the videos. Ultimately though, the videos are brought to you by the books that we make before you is a good smattering of uh, our bibliography but we uh, make new comics all the time so jimmy let the people know what you got i've been self-publishing lately i have true crime funnies a collection of three short non-fiction stories 1986 zine is a celebration of the greatest year in comics history 1986 looking at everything from dark knight to mouse to uh, teenage mutant ninja turtles and their many ripoffs and the BW zine, looking at the black and white explosion, self-publishing, and small press books of the 1980s. These are all available right now on my website, jimrug.com. Coming up in November, I will have a new volume of Street Angel. Street Angel Princess of Poverty will be out from Image Comics at the end of November. You can pre-order or reserve that one now. It is a companion piece to Street Angel, Deadliest Girl Alive, also available from Image Comics. Together, these two books will collect all of my Street Angel comics that I have created so far. And finally, Hulk Grand Design, my contribution to the Grand Design stories, one of the books I'm most proud of making. This thing is out of print at the distro level, which means if it's at your comic shop, scoop it up because it is going to disappear and be hard to replace. Prices are already going up online for these, so if you haven't added Hulk Grand Design to your collection yet, do that now. The Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus is out there in full effect. Thank you guys so much for supporting it if you did. And if you have not yet, uh, right at this moment at least, uh, there's there's some steep discounts online that you could find if you don't have a good comic shop in town. 504 pages with about 140 plus pages of additional material. Uh, it's going to serve all customers. The, the people who uh, read Hip Hop Family Tree in the past, you get a lot more material to, uh, to chew on. And if you've never seen Hip Hop Family Tree before, like now is the time. We're generating new readership with this uh, latest Hip Hop Family Tree omnibus. Let's sell it out before uh, 2023 closes out the calendar year. I think that's a noble goal, and, and we're uh, more than 75% of the way toward that goal. Not the only holiday piece I'm having uh, come out in 2023. There's going to be an X-Men Grand Design Trilogy trade paperback uh, coming to you. It's going to include all of my X-Men Grand Design works uh, in one handy uh, package. It's going to be the size of a comic. It's going to be smaller than the Hip Hop Family Tree Size Big Books, but uh, that is coming to you in November. Red Room has been the focus for the past couple of years. There are two trade paperbacks out right now, uh, the Anti-Social Network and Trigger Warnings. Third's going to come to you in January. It's called Crypto Killers. And uh, right now I am serializing my daily strip uh, exclusively to my Patreon. Uh, it's going to—it's called Switchblade Shorties. It's going to be coming out January 1st, 2024. But you could uh, get a leg up and, and uh, check out those comics before they see the light of day to Gen Pop. Plus, I uh, do streams every now and then here on the kayfabe channel producing new uh new comic pages and new new strips for that series so thank you guys who have been uh, supporting that let's keep that rocking uh the books are the absolute most important part of uh keeping cartoonist kayfabe sustainable uh to the point where jimmy and i could uh, collaborate and 
put these videos together. Uh, there are, however, some other ways to support uh, the channel. Jimmy, let the people know. Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, hats, stickers, and more at our spread shop. That link is also under this video. All good ways to support the channel. Give them some marching orders, Jimmy, and we'll be on our way. Read more comics.